Premier League, week seven. The early kickoff then on Saturday was at Bramall Lane, and Sheffield United at home to the league leaders uh, Liverpool. Sheffield had lost their last three at home. Uh, Liverpool six straight wins in the league. Uh, early attacks by Sheffield United, uh, but easily handled by Adrian. On 16 minutes, uh, the Blades toe to toe with the, the league leaders. It has to be said. And on 20 minutes, they had a good opportunity set up by Fleck, but Robertson scuffed the shot wide. 25 minutes, first chance really for uh, uh, the visitors. A mistake by uh, Stephen was capitalised by Salah. Uh, but he's shot again just uh, shy of the left uh, post. To 27 minutes then, uh, Blades coming back quickly, an attacking raid. Certainly causing some concern for Van Dyke and Matip. Uh, and then on 33, a great through ball by Van Dyke to Mane. And uh, with just the goalkeeper to beat, uh, we were all thinking, oh, that's 1-0. But the goalkeeper saved uh, and uh, it pushed it wide. Liverpool pressure now. And on 42 minutes, uh, possibly the best chance of the match, uh, a break 3-on-2 uh, for Liverpool. Uh, Mane uh, got the final pass and his shot hit a post. And Firmino following up. Uh, had his effort deflected wide. A scare for the Blades, definitely. Although Liverpool should have scored. Uh, OK, so that's the first half. Into the second half. And it had to be said that uh, uh, the goalless first half uh, reflected Sheffield United's strength here. They weren't going to be rolled over. And as the second half began, uh, Fleck, who was causing some problems around that left, uh, showed some good uh, pressure to force the corner. It was dealt with, uh, but nevertheless, more of the same. Um, Robinho, uh, who usually pulls the strings, had been well contained, and consequently there was not a lot of real uh, good cut chances for the front three. Uh, Van Dyke has ever, though, equally impressive at the bat for uh, Liverpool. Then on 52 minutes, McBurney uh, met a corner with his head and somehow he managed to put it over. looked easier to score. Uh, there was a strong challenge from Lundstrom on Mane. Shouts for the penalty, but it was waved away and VAR were interested either. And uh, then uh, uh, while he replaced Robertson with Mousset. And uh, uh, a few minutes later, Oriel, Origi came on for... Henderson. Uh, some great work from Norwood on 64 minutes uh, just outside the box and he drew a great, good save from uh, uh, Adrian. And then on 66 minutes a couple of uh, swift chances for the Blades uh, came to nothing. Uh, and then uh, 69 minutes the crucial uh, run down the left uh, by uh, Liverpool and the cross was put uh, into the centre. Van Alden came in and he hit the ball on the volley. It wasn't a clean hit, but it went at the keeper, Henderson, who fluffed his lines as the ball crawled between his legs. 
Henderson had been great up to then, but this was a definite goalkeeping error. And so Liverpool fortunate to go one up. After that, uh, uh, Salah should have made it two. Uh, but as the game came to a close, um, Sheffield United were still battling. Uh, and although they ran out of uh, uh, time and finally uh, lost this game by a goal to nil, they can hang their heads up. Uh, a spirited performance by the Blaze, and uh, they should really take this confidence forward. Uh, particularly impressive, I thought, was Fleck. So, final score then at Bramall Lade Sheffield United nil, Liverpool 1. To Goodison Park then, Everton at home to the champions, Manchester City. Team news, uh, Walcott was in from the start, a rare chance for him. Uh, for City, Jesus was up front, Aguero on the bench, and no Silvers. Bernardo and David are also rested for this one. Uh, so to the action. Uh, first of all, notable to say that Silva, uh, the manager of Everton, had lost 7 out of 7 to Guardiola, both here in England and in Spain. So, uh, a lot to do then. It was his 50th game in charge, however. So, now to the action. Uh, from the first minute, uh, uh, Mares uh, was starting to weave some magic. And then, shortly after that, um, there was a raid down the left. Came to Sterling, and his cross, he hit it like a thunderbolt. And Walcott was standing virtually a yard away. And it smacked him straight in the face. And he had to be carried off. Uh, he was sort of semi-conscious. And that was the last that we saw of him. Iwobi came on, a sub. And then 11 minutes, uh, um, there was a, a good opportunity for Gundogan, um, who hit the woodwork following excellent um, preparation by Mares again. Um, he was definitely uh, the star of the show today. Uh, and... Uh, one wonders why he can't get in the first team on a regular basis. Anyway, on 24 minutes, finally the breakthrough. And who else? Kevin De Bruyne with a lovely uh, uh, curling cross into the box. And Yayus, he just jumped too high and headed in uh, to make uh, the score Everton nil, City 1. First meaningful attack by uh, Everton came after that. And uh, it wasn't long before they levelled the tie. Um, the chance came from a clearance uh, by the City defence and uh, Coleman, uh, who managed to uh, clip the ball over the advancing Edison. And uh, just to make sure, Calvert-Lewin uh, ran to the goal line to head it over. Anyway, it was 1-1. And it stayed that way to the break. Second half at Goodison Park then. And Everton were on the front foot. Mina uh, had a header uh, just after the break, six years out, but it was managed to be tipped over by the uh, ever ever increasing uh, Edison. Uh, Sterling uh, poked an effort wide with just uh, Pickford to beat, and then on 71 minutes, uh, City made the breakthrough. Free kick just outside the area. Uh, Mares stepped up. And with a clinical precision of a surgeon's knife, he stuck it right in the corner from 25 yards. 
after that, Carver-Lewin could have uh, levelled it for uh, Everton, but Edison again got something on it, and it went wide. But definite pressure from the home side. And Edison had to come to the rescue again from a m m meaner header. But finally, on 84 minutes, uh, City sealed the points. Uh, Sterling's bullet light shot hit the bar, and it just crossed the line uh, after a great team move. And that was it. Uh, City held on comfortably. Final score at, at Everton then. Everton won, uh, Manchester City 3. So to the Vitality Stadium. Bournemouth against West Ham. Both sides in the top six. Uh, Bournemouth uh, in sixth and West Ham in fifth. Um, both sides unchanged from the last game, reflecting on their good starts. Um, the last four fixtures between these two teams at the Vitality have brought 17 goals between them. And so we were certainly expecting... Uh, some uh, goal mouth action at the very least and we didn't take long to get some on 10 minutes uh, a nice spin uh, in the box by Yamalenko and that uh, left foot which is becoming uh, a, a potent weapon for the Hammers managed to uh, uh, curl the shot inside the corner and so West Ham won up shortly after that King uh, King managed to get himself uh, in, uh, in the box, anticipating the ball coming across, and he finished it off, but initially uh, the goal was ruled out. Um, but after VAR had a look at it, they clarified that King was in fact behind the ball uh, when the pass took place, and so the goal stood. Uh, Anderson later forced a good save from Ramsdale, and Bonner also missed a chance for the Hammers just before the break. Into the second half then, and uh, Wilson on 46 uh, restored uh, the Cherries' lead uh, with a nice finish. Uh, and Hakai then uh, rose high uh, in the box to head in a third from a corner. But that one was ruled out by VAR for offside. Uh, Callum Wilson uh, was put through by Harry Wilson, but uh, the block came in to thwart uh, another raid by Bournemouth. And then on 74 minutes, uh, Creswell uh, got that great goal last week, of course. Managed to uh, a, a neat strike after a header back from the byline by Anderson, and that levelled it up at 2-2. Uh, Creswell... Uh, Grabbed hold of King uh, towards the end of the match, and it looked like a pen, but nothing doing. Final score then was uh, Bournemouth 2, West Ham 2. A thoroughly entertaining game, and I think both these teams are going to do well this season. Certainly very good on the eye. Crystal Palace then at home to Norwich. Uh, Palace unbeaten in three matches at home. Norwich three defeats in a row on the road. Uh, Milojovic was making his 100th appearance for Palace. And uh, an early corner by Norwich came to nothing. And then Saha, who's improving game by game, uh, ran down the right. And his whipped cross ball went just wide. 
Saha again got to the byline and uh, his cross was met by McCarthy who got fouled by Amado and Milojojevic who else stepped up from the penalty spot and uh, put Palace one up and that was after 21 minutes uh, little else to report really about the first half rare raids up three upfield for Norwich Pat Pukki did have a chance on 30 minutes but it went over and Cantwell had an effort blocked by Keller into the second half now and uh, certainly Paris on the front foot McCarthy's shot just went too high uh, Van Oenhurt's scoop shot again just over the top and Sahar's header over from a good work by Townsend who'd come on and uh, finally uh, uh, Salah managed to uh, wriggle clear he holds off the defender as he does so often marched towards the box and managed to find Townsend who squeezed the ball into the corner uh, and that was 2-0 Palace and that's basically how it finished final score then at Selhurst Park Crystal Palace 2 Norwich 0 so to Stamford Bridge then, uh, home match for Chelsea against Brighton. Chelsea, well, they're improving week by week. Brighton, after that good start, have really uh, got into their usual mode of defence and not creating any chances. Uh, they hadn't beaten Chelsea uh, at the bridge since 1933, so there wasn't a lot of optimism for Potter's men this time around. Barsley and uh, Pedro were in the starting lineup for Chelsea. M uh, an early chance for Mount, uh, but his, uh, his free kick went straight through onto the post. A couple of shots from Pedro were blocked, and an effort from uh, Alonso went just wide. Uh, so, in, a, in the first half, clearly Chelsea having more possession, having the odd half chance... But uh, nothing real clear-cut, so it was uh, goalless at the break. Into the second half, and then a dreadful error by Webster uh, uh, in the box, and uh, Mount pounced on it, and Webster uh, caught him, brought him down. Uh, penalty awarded, and Jorginho stepped up on 50 minutes to put Chelsea one up, deservedly so. Then on 60 minutes, and uh, first real effort for Brighton with a gross heading over. Um, Chelsea doubled their lead uh, when uh, Williams' uh, sh uh, sh uh, shot deflected in for Williams' shot deflected in for two nil. That's the Brazilian William. Uh, sorry about the pronunciation. So strolling it now, Chelsea. Uh, there was a late chance for Burn for Brighton. But inevitably, we reached the uh, final whistle. And Chelsea, uh, their first home win in the Premier League under Lampard, a comfortable 2-0 win against Brighton. To the new White Hot Lane then, Spurs at home to Southampton. Team news, uh, Ericsson and Lloris were back in the, the starting lineup for Spurs. And uh, for uh, Southampton, Bertram and Yosida. Uh, selected at the back for the Saints and Ings was in up front for Adams early early action then and uh, the first chance came to the Southampton Holberg forced a good save from Lorries and then on 22 minutes 
Uh, a sweet move by Spurs. Uh, Son, Son involved, got to the byline, pushed it back to Nedumbuli, uh, and his shot went just over. But then a couple of minutes later, the same two combined neatly, and this time Nedumbuli shot hit the net. So Spurs in front, one up. Uh, then, um, regrettably, Aurier got a second yellow card for a cynical uh, grab of the shirt. Um, he really uh, had no complaints. And so, to, uh, me, uh, so Spurs were then down to ten men and faced with the prospect of having to go uh, an hour with only ten. Thirty-nine minutes, things got worse for Spurs. There was an absolute howler by Lloris. He tried to... Uh, perform some magic uh, to outwit the advancing Ings. The ball got stuck under his foot and uh, Ings managed to pounce on it and just pushed it over the line. And that was the leveller, 1-1. We were just approaching the half-time break when uh, the best move of the match by Spurs involving Ericsson and Son. And finally, uh, the ball came from Ericsson to Kane he was just inside the box. He uh, just sidestepped to his right. Hit a great shot in the corner. A great end to a great move. And so Spurs went into the break 2-1 up. Into the second half then. And Saints was not giving it up. Free kick from Ward-Prowse. Forced a great save from Lloris. And Lloris had to uh, save again from Yoshida's header. Sort of uh, making up for his dreadful error. Ings missed a sitter, and uh, Kane also had a shot, just went wide. But uh, Spurs held on for 2-1, and this uh, win was certainly one desperate to have after a lot of rumblings going off on in Spurs uh, recently. So final score at White Hart Lane then, uh, Spurs 2, Southampton 1. To Villa Park then. Uh, Villa at home to Burnley. A couple of players returning to their old clubs, notably Heaton in the Villa goal. He was at Burnley for a number of seasons. And Westwood uh, for Burnley, who previously uh, played at Villa. Early header by McGuinn went just over for Villa. And uh, target uh, uh, collides with Barnes. Um, there was a free kick. Uh, and McNeil then hit the woodwork uh, from that kick. Then McGinn um, scored a goal, um, but it was ruled out for offside. And, but finally, on 33 minutes, the deadlock was broken, and it was Al Ghazi. Uh, he finished a, a sweeping move uh, from a cross uh, to put uh, Villa one up. And that was the score at the break. Into the second half, Rodriguez was put on for Burnley by Dyche. And early chance for Hendrick, uh, but his shot was deflected over. But then the said Rodriguez on 68 minutes uh, jumped for a cross uh, and headed in for the equaliser at the back stick. Uh, ten minutes later, McGinn's volley from a treasure gate cross uh, to the far post restored Villa's lead. But uh, on 82 minutes, the defence went uh, missing. Uh, that's Villa's defence. And Chris Wood, high above everybody, headed in from six yards to level the match. 
That was about it. 2-2 um, two, two at the final whistle. Probably about right. But Villa really should be uh, kicking themselves because they really should have won this game. Anyway, final score, Aston Villa 2, Burnley 2. To Molyneux then, Wolves at home to Watford. Last time these two played, it was in the FA Cup semi-final. And it was a classic, which uh, Watford won. Um, so, a degree of optimism perhaps for Watford, that they might start to turn the corner after that mauling last week. Um, they really desperately needed to heal some wounds. Um, let's have a look at the team uh, news. Uh, Jota was out uh, sick. Neto was making his debut, and for Watford, uh, we saw Danny Welbeck for the first time on, in his debut. 18 minutes then, uh, Wolves uh, opened the scoring there. Uh, Talisman uh, Darkerty uh, finished off after some neat passing down the left flank. Uh, he got into the box, and it was 1 0. Troyari was looking dangerous down the right, uh, his cross hit a Watford hand, but uh, the penalty uh, was waved away. That was uh, about it in the first half. In the second half, the chances for Watford, a header was cleared on the second attempt by Patricio. And then on 61 minutes, Yamat steered the ball into his own net after Troyari's run down the right uh, following link play with Doherty, and in desperation to clear the cross, Yama own goal. Uh, a little later on, Welbeck had his first chance of no, it was a sharp effort, and it was foiled uh, well by the Wolves keeper. Um, that was about it, really. Um, Wolves, grateful to get off the mark at home after a really poor, uh, a poor September, uh, so final score then was Wolves 2, Watford 0.